Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Millennial Love. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode two of Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish as, as fuck. fuck. This is Mish. This is Cardi. What's up, y'all? How are y'all? I'm good. We're still here. Episode <laughs> three. I'm I'm we are on two. We are on two. Oh, episode damn. This is two. episode two. I don't know why it feels so long. It's been a minute since I've seen y'all. Yeah, it has been. Michelle, you're looking amazing. Oh, thanks, Jay. You're good. How have y'all been? You what's been up? She <laughs> <laughs> cute. <laughs> good no seriously this week has been really good it's been relaxing but i'm so happy that we're all together to record again i know it's a new year are y'all keeping hold to your resolutions Heck no. i don't make them <laughs> i was like i'm gonna lose 10 pounds and i ain't been to the gym Come and been eating tacos really so. car I tacos mean, and tequila no just the taco trash i don't make <laughs> resolutions like Why my not? birthday is is the time of the year where i kind of like reflect and then i make goals for myself but i don't make resolutions are you on social I'm not media follow it. No, I'm not on social media. <laughs> You're dead. It's done. Um, you can done, write done. whatever you want to write on that uh, Instagram, but I ain't going to read it. <laughs> but my hostmates will clap back. Okay? <laughs> we shall. We shall. So listen, this week we have a very special guest. I'll let Car do the honors of introducing boop, our new boop. guest. Um, so my week was good. Y'all didn't ask me about my oh, week. Sorry. Okay, Carl, uh, how are you? I'm sorry. My week was all right. No, I was busy. But my mom came in town. She all right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> she came in town to decorate my apartment for Christmas because when I tell y'all I am not about the decoration. Well, oh, she did come like in December, right? Yeah, she okay. came to decorate and then she came back. So nice. now she's back and we're recording because I want her perspective. Because she be giving me the best advice. She's so. amazing. And that's your best friend. She's my bestie. <laughs> even though she get on my D-A-M-N nerves. I ain't even going to say the word. Stop. You're not going to do. You're not going to do. She do get on my nerves, but I love her raggedy self. So we she, love her too. She's the best. <laughs> Come on, Rashida G. I, I, I'm sorry. If only we had cameras. If only we had cameras. Like, this is couldn't. the raggedy uh, Rashida G. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who used to be Rashida D, a.k.a. Cara D's mom. Oh, Happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Uh, I am ready to get down with the get down. So you're ready I'm to get down. straight to business. Is I'm that... ready to get straight to business. Although I will say that I'm really proud of each of y'all. Thank and you. And thanks Thank for having you. me. I hope you'll have me back. Oh, of course. Of course. I've already loved you in like the first three hours that I've met you. <laughs> I feel that like you're like my big sister. I'm don't not gonna say mom because you're like <laughs> yeah. Because I was about to say like don't big be sister, sad. like it's big okay. sister. I'm, I'm fly like that. I'm fly like you're that. You're definitely there's, fly. There's enough of me to go around, so I'm and happy. For <laughs> all the gentlemen listening, just go check out Mama Gun, Miss G, Mama Gandhi. She thick. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't don't do it, Justin, because I don't want to have to stick my husband on you. Okay, let him know. No, no, no. You you don't want that. Let him know. Let him know. (laughs) But you've been awesome, and like this time that we've talked in the last few hours, and you've given so much perspective, and I can't wait for the listeners to hear that. Also, I'm excited. We're excited, also. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, so y'all know. I work from home, right? And so a lot of my time She's is blessed. spent uh, on the TV. 
And <laughs> Hopefully your boss is not listening to this. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, my computer it. is in the room with the TV, so I'm right. good. Only during her lunch breaks. Absolutely. So um, I spent a lot of the time, um, you know, on sitcoms like from the 90s. And so this whole time I've been thinking like, what are some relationships in the 90s that y'all loved? Or who are some of the relationships in the 90s that y'all loved? Uh, Maxine and Kyle. Uh, let me break them down to you. Okay, okay, <laughs> It's her icebreaker. Let her do it. Thanks. <laughs> She's going to break it down. Well, so I, thought she was at, I thought she was that asking is, a question. They are on the list, though. Okay, okay cool. So Maxine and Kyle from Living Single. Um, okay, we also okay, had okay. Sinclair and Overton from Living Single. They were awkward. Martin and Gina from Martin. Um, Whitley and Dwayne, even though their show started in the 80s, it ended in the 90s. So Whitley and Dwayne from uh, A Different World. Carl, Whitley can you say Dwayne? Dwayne. <laughs> I <laughs> That's love what you said. said Dwayne. Dwayne. And um, then we also have Moesha and all of her situations. Because <laughs> she had a lot of boyfriends. She's a um, dark skin, <laughs> Dark skin, I biz. Dark and Uncle Phil. And yeah, because light skin on Viv don't count. She, she did. She did. She's out. Come on. Come on, dark skin and Viv. What's her real name? Do y'all know? I don't know. I'm going to Google it real Listen, quick. Listen, she be about those clapbacks, though. That lady there. She didn't play. Honey, that on episode when she when she did that dance rehearsal or that pop, dance. Pop, pop. Da, 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 yes. <laughs> that was my Listen. favorite. When she came through. Absolutely. She through. Okay, so she more um, episodes from the, I mean, um. 90s sitcom relationships would be Professor Ogilvy? Overby. No, no, no. Ogilvy. Oh, it's Ogilvy. Ogilvy. I thought it was Ogilvy. Okay, I thought it was Overby. <laughs> That's how dead that right. show was. Monique is but... going to come for y'all. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Professor Ogilvy and Prof Nikki o. Parker. Prof O and Nikki Janet, Parker. Okay, Janet Hubert was Dark Skin Envy, by okay. the way. Her name is Janet Hubert. Okay. Sorry. She's probably listening. Hey, I Janet. What's hey, up, boo? Janet. We love you. She and your clapbacks. And your, all um, of your clapbacks. Jamie yeah, and Fancy. Moves. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. Oh, I forgot about them. So, who would y'all pick? Go, Justin. Well, I'm definitely picking uh, Maxine and Kyle. I'm going to pick. Um, Why? Okay. So, I think Maxine and Kyle represent, like, that modern black today like mm-hmm. they you know they, they both were are, before their time they were they before their time were. they were they before were. their really time were. uh maxine was very accomplished um a uh, alpha woman uh Definitely. somewhat of a yeah. mooch like spoiled in her own right and then kyle was this uh metrosexual guy who was you know into fashion so yeah um, he I was very poised and just very you know that you know that i don't know just that 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 nigga that, that dress well yeah. and he's he in his career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he shopped his Zara. And I love Zara. So by the way, Zara, if you would like me. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. I love Zara. Who's uh, yeah. two? Okay, so two is um Cole and no Singleton. What, what, what is it? Overton. Is that he talking yeah, about? Over- Overton. Overton and Sinclair, because I love their awkward love. Like they were like she was corny, he was corny. Well, he was like, to me, he reminds me of like my uncles. So he reminds me of a Louisiana guy. Like very hands oh, yeah. on, mm-hmm. like just very yeah. basic. There for simple. everybody. There for everybody. Yeah. And she was all like happy go lucky, which I'm happy go lucky. And then my last one would probably be uh Whitley and Dwayne. 
Dwine. Because <laughs> there they we were go. like, that's that college love that just don't go away. Right. You feel me? Okay. If you know Solange, like I know Solange, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Car. I just know Cranes in the Sky. Uh, Cardi. <laughs> do not. That's the only song I like. Not we're not going to get on that because um, that's Solange. a totally different Thank topic you. for another day. I appreciate um, you. I, of course, have to go with Whitley and Dwine because I'm in love with my college sweetheart. Shout yeah. out to my bae. I hate the word bae, by the way. My boo. Um, and I, and I think they were ahead of their time in a lot of their arguments and a lot of the issues that they had as a couple, like the fact that she was hella annoying, but he still dealt with her. That showed, I think commitment 101 is like how to deal with somebody's imperfections. Absolutely. Um, you thought that was imperfections? Cause I didn't, I didn't see that as imperfections. Well, she I, was annoying she was as fuck. She was super spoiled though. She was spoiled because that was her life. And I feel like both of y'all are spoiled in your own right. Oh, we just. Think about that. Oh. He just came for us. I'm yeah. Really oh God. Speak the truth and shame the devil. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I mean. And that is an imperfection you know. in my, like, I'm selfish as fuck because I am spoiled. So, yes, she, I think, and I think he had his own insecurities as well, and she helped right. deal with those. So, I think. But do you were, remember when he when he used to, like. Um, check her. No. Oh, he used to, he did. The one episode her. that he no, checked her no, real he good. he used to like the girl from the Cosby shows first. He did. Denise. Denise. He lit, and yeah. she was born. Did they Denise ever explain that, though? Did they ever explain the why he stopped liking her? And well, you know, she because she left school. Okay, okay. So it was yeah. just like, yeah, yeah she left. She, she dropped out. She's a college dropout. She <laughs> married the... Um, Army Navy guy. Yeah, and she had the did. stepdaughter yeah. Raven Simone. Raven Simone. Yeah. I.e. Raven and her debut. Uh, I just her debut. Okay, so now that we're on a different row, real quick, I just want to shout out everyone who came to my friend's giving for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was a different row theme, and everyone had to wear like their university sweatshirts and uh, paraphernalia, and we had like, such a great time. Okay, it was dope. so back to topic. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back yeah. to topic. Um, second, I think I'm going to go with Laura and Steve. Ooh. And I'm going to have to pull them Tell out. me why. I, I need to know. Because let me tell you something. Dating the lame is the way to freaking go. Okay? Um, Even though she, like, kind of had an issue with him. But in the end. But she didn't really get with him until he became Stefan. That's true. Stefan. No, because guys, Stephon. listen, guys go through their glow up after college. FYI. Yeah. So you need to get with. I mean, she didn't get with the lame when she needed to. But when he was like, <laughs> she should have thought about that. But who Look did he? He dated the other up. girl with the big head. Oh, she passed Myra, away. Myra. <gasps> Myra yeah. died. No, yeah, she died. Yeah, of she cancer. died. Yeah. What? Yeah, like long time ago. Yeah, like in I the did 90s not know or two thousand. Yeah. Let me Google that real quick. Um, and also, lames run the world now. Yeah, they so do. Get with a lame before he blows up. And that's why I like their relationship. relationship? Yeah. yeah. And then last, I think I'm gonna have to go with Stanley and um, Professor Ogilvy and Nikki. Because Lord, <laughs> this show because we all got a little bit of stalker in us. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. So you don't be stalking. I do not. Stalk. I don't stalk. Y'all are really fronting right I now. I am an FBI I agent, do. but I don't stalk you. Oh yeah, I mean, like you I have will to find some stuff out. Yeah, so what's the difference between? I mean, I'm not saying you showing up to his job. Bro, but okay, she was a you, listen, I'll put it to you like this. Friends, relationships, whoever. If you're not checking for me, I ain't checking for your ass. I think he was unknowingly in a situation ship. She was running after him. Come on, situation ship. Come on now, Cara. Not only was she stalking, but she was running tabs. Come on now. She, she was. was. So she knew his every move. Every move. That's true. That's so true. And he ended up, didn't they end up getting married on the show? Wait, Steve Urkel and No, no, no. Wait. Professor Ogilvy. Oh, 
Nikki Parker. So, they ended up getting so married. So you feel like he kind of put it down on her and like she was like in private. He was he was fronting. He did. There were a couple of episodes where he did kind of like give her a kiss. There was one episode I think he was like classic, hypnotized or something. Classic situationship, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, I never thought classic, about that. Classic. It was. So he probably really know. hit it. He probably really hit Monique. He was, it, are you talking about real life now? No. Or, well, <laughs> listen, I mean, her husband are in an open relationship. They're in an open relationship, so that's why I'm asking. Like, see? are we? We're gonna touch on that one okay, episode. Well, I too. guess we got to talk about situationships. Then. Yeah, we do. And let me tell you, the ultimate situationship y'all didn't mention was Mo. Moesha, everybody say with her she dead edges. She ain't got no edges. Oh, y'all, we talked Stop. about her last episode. Listen, don't get micros in 2016 or 2017 because your edges will be dead. Oh, just like Moesha's. Don't hate hey, Brandy. <laughs> we love you, girl. I absolutely Listen, love Brandy. But she had all the situationships, like all of them. Mo had so many boyfriends. Like she went one after the other. To the next relationship and was like, oh, you're not going to act right? Okay, I'm going to find somebody that will. But maybe she was just a a boss, B-I-T-C-H. I mean, she probably was. hook Batman from B2K, did she, did she date Batman from B2K? I don't know who that is. She had Usher, and he calls himself Ursher. So if you can have Usher, I mean, come on. <laughs> she had Kobe Bryant at prom. But you know what? This is That's true. true. That's true. true. She yeah. had Usher before Confessions, so... We're bald edges in. Like, it's bald oh, edges. Oh, no. Car, like, listen. Please. No. <laughs> listen. You cannot talk Jesus, about. be a fan. <laughs> right? we don't want her edges to fall out. Your mama so is I'm in this building. So, I'm going to need for you to get on another subject. Okay. Third. So, let me give my three then. <laughs> give your three. So, my number one is dark skin. I'm Viv. I have to, you know, highlight that it's the dark skin. I'm Viv. Um, it was and such Uncle an Phil. Right. All right. All <laughs> it right. was so obvious. So no, but because she was like so real, she had her her career, but then she was so down to earth. And then also because he yeah. like welcomed her family, even though, you know, him and Will had the whole back and forth situation. Right. He did let Will But in. that's, you know, legit yeah. that somebody yeah. can come into your house that's and like love. stay with your family. That's a big deal. That's yeah, that's loyalty. a big deal. That's a huge deal. Um, so that's love. And then two would be Martin and Gina because. I mean, like, to me, like, that's the ultimate couple. Like, get you somebody that can do both. Be Gina did both. She was goofy with him at home when she needed to be. But, but Gina put up with a lot, though. Gina, no one really paid attention to Gina because Martin was, like, such a clown. I mean, he played yeah. a lot. She but she back. she she went in with it like she, she did she did yeah. she was she was cool with it. We all wanted to be Gina back in the day. Don't For real. Oh my god, you go girl. I'm you, For real. Shout out to we Tisha Campbell. Wanted she was to dope. Be Gina, we wanted the suits. We wanted the job. We Absolutely. The you remember when she made that single? Push, come on now. You got to get it. Yeah, that was. Dope. Everybody wanted to be Gina. I wanted to be Gina. I feel like I'm living life like Gina now. I feel but like... Martin was so funny. Like, Martin yeah. was hilarious, yo. That was the best she, 90 sitcom to me. Do you feel like she took a back seat to Martin? Is that what you're saying? She did. Like, Martin didn't allow her to take a front seat. No, well, you're talking about in the show aspect. Oh, I'm talking like, about their relationship. I'm talking like, about their relationship. A, really? Like, wait, what? As in... You're saying that because she wasn't as funny as him, she took a back seat? No, I think the dynamic of who they were, Martin Ways just over, like, just trumped her. No. Do not say the word. No, Trump is not going to be. I did it again. Just, I, really I feel did like it he again. was just inaugurated and you like, just took me back. No. Like, don't. I'm, I'm in tears. Uh, I'm suffering from PS, 
PTSD. Obama and Michelle, we really love y'all. Y'all are so amazing. Can we just have a moment of silence? Sasha and Malia. Okay, that's a situation. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember when I... <sighs> <sighs> okay. okay, all right, yeah, so... so. In, in my last... It, I said it earlier, but Mo. Because she had so many, you know, situations. Like, and she gave no fucks. And that's, she didn't. Honestly, Mo was good. And go she back, was smart. If and she's I could intelligent. go back, I could go back as a teenager, I would give no fucks. She was smart and, and she was in intelligent. College, like, and she <laughs> had, like, a funny-ass best friend. Like... And in my early 20s. And yeah, in my late 20s. Right. If I could just go back, I would not give a fuck. <laughs> Hindsight is always twenty twenty, you guys. Um, can I just say who my three are? Yeah, sure. We want to hear are it. Are we forgetting about Will and Mia Lisa. Long? Lisa. Lisa. I really we gotta talk about, about Fresh Prince. Yeah. And now I see that was an equal balance between it was an equal balance. Absolutely not. Guys. She left him at the altar. Oh. Y'all, y'all forgot. But about do, we're talking about during the relationship. Okay. So the relationship. Okay. It was a relationship that perhaps might have turned into a situationship, but we're gonna get to that. Um, I also really like um dark skin Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. A shout, shout out, out to, to Janet Cole for keeping Uncle Phil in his song. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, J. What you know about J. Cole? Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Phil, Phil died. died. He, yeah. That's two 90 sitcom people that we. Oh, Tommy died too, y'all. Tommy Rest in peace. R.I.P. Tommy, bro. Man. Okay. So why? Do we even know Viv what job Tommy Phil? had? Do we know? He, we don't. He never had was a job. He, he was a drug dealer. I don't think he was a drug dealer. I think he was a pimp. I don't think he was Somebody a pimp. Somebody said he was a pimp. I think he was a pimp. I honestly think that he got with cougars. And they paid for everything. <laughs> oh, he was, I can see that. Jeff. You know, like he was always well dressed. He fit the stereotype of a, a person who a cougar would go after. Yep, tall, bald, tall, black. black, dark skin. Y'all know him and Pam got together, too. You know, I was yeah. going to say that, that Tommy and Pam were my relationship. You didn't mention them, but that was that was yours. Yeah, it was one of those. One, it's kind of that classic. You've got this great chemistry going on. Y'all friends. You your friends. You keep it on the low, but. Mm, they were friends something. with benefits. They were, they were that turned into a. Situation. That yeah. turned into a relationship. I kind of I agree with that one. Um, Let's see. My last one would have to be. Hmm. Have we talked about Steve Harvey? Did we talk about Steve Harvey? And Regina. You yes. know, I'm just not a Steve I'm Harvey not fan. Me and let me say why. Let me, me say why. Either. Because me I break me off a piece of that phone. <laughs> I can't. I this is I the can't. problem that I have with Steve Harvey. You're giving everybody relationship and marriage <gasps> advice, and you've been married 30, 38 times. You can't tell me how to keep my man and think like a man, act like a woman, or whatever the book is. <laughs> and you have you're on wife number ten. I can't take you seriously. Listen, I well I, and that big hair top that you had is fake. So I really can't take you. Seriously. I thought that was his real hair for years. Listen, I thought that was can, his hair too. I can definitely take the um, many divorces. <laughs> I can definitely take all that. What I can't take is those slogans. Think like a man. And act like a woman or wait what's the other one act like a says success think like a success yeah um hello it's steve just, uh this is rashida g and i read the books and took the advice and i'm i'm now married uh, so there is something to be said about okay well steve you Harvey know what his, no uh, let, let's, let's just talk about okay, it let's just talk, let's about, talk about, it. about it now it might be a generational thing okay um you guys mm. are millennials i know that you're in the here and now the instant gratification, the selfish as fuck. I get it, okay? But as a Generation X-bert, 
um, we kind of need to hear those things. And Steve was keeping it real, okay? I know that a lot of people don't necessarily agree with him. And yes, he's been married a million times. But sometimes being a married being married a million times, you go through what? Mistakes. And we all learn from what? Mistakes. You, so you mentioned for, that he was keeping it real, but like from what aspect? Like his mistakes that he made? Maybe? Yeah, I think that we can all learn from people's mistakes. I think I that's the beauty of being a Generation X person. You guys look at mistakes as setbacks. We look at mistakes as come up opportunities. Let me tell you why we think of them as mistakes. Because people, and, and not to dig on you, Mom, but people like Generation Experts like judge we feel judged in our mistakes instead of using it as Absolutely. a learning opportunity right. so let's say i get lord forbid i just randomly get pregnant by somebody i don't know you although you would in the end support me in the beginning you would cuss me out and you would i would feel judged by that and maybe not you but maybe my dad who's also a generation x person like we feel judged and we feel like we have to prove y'all wrong all the time and so that's why we don't view mistakes like that or we hide mistakes instead of using them to our advantage and i can certainly understand that i agree yeah and so perhaps um as a generation x person i need to consider how my words come across um i'm not perfect um i think at the end of the day i'm your mom but i'm also a woman and so sometimes um, millennials forget that their parents are people too. So, um, so back to my favorites. Did I, did I name three? Regina and Steve, you were telling us why they were favorite, And we so got on Steve. Regina and Steve both were working professionals. And let's talk about them being in uh, educating the minds of young black people, which we talked about people that died. Absolutely. Right, One of their characters right. died. Yeah, Romeo. Ooh, Romeo. Romeo. He got Ro- shot. Was it Romeo? Or it was Romeo. Romeo. Or whatever his name was. Yeah. He was shot and killed. R.I.P. Um, forget the actor's name. But I thought the show itself was a good representation of um, black professionals. And we got Absolutely. to see a professional woman who was all about her business be vulnerable to somebody that she felt was perhaps a little beneath her. And mm. somebody that she might have been afraid to fall in love with, Let's, which kind of goes into how we get into uh, friends with benefits and or situationships. Right. Sometimes Let's, we choose people that we think are beneath us and or we choose a friend and we go into it not realizing that they could be the best thing that happens to us because it starts off as a situationship. What do you think, Mish? Let's also look at the fact that they knew each other in high school and Steve paid her no attention. Right. Right. I never thought and about then, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's how they knew each they other. They used to call her uh, Piggy. Piggy. Miss yeah. Piggy. Yeah. I did Because she know was that. supposedly big in high school and then her glow oh. up was super real. And so now you want me like Mike Jones back, back then. then they didn't want me. Now, now I'm hot. you yeah, all on me. me. Exactly. AKA glow up. Correct. So now Mike you want Jones. me. <laughs> what you know and about Mike Jones? You want to date me, but like you said, Mama G, that she was pretty much in the state of like, you're beneath me and I'm the principal and you're my subordinate and you're going to do whatever I say. And I feel as millennials, we get ourselves in these situationships because we think that that person is not for us beforehand, but we go for it anyways. Right. And let's segue into a poll that we took of some millennials. The poll. The poll. <laughs> so, with these situationships, here are a few signs. It, it, you might be in a situationship if, if a couple of these things or a few of these things together 
have been happening to you? So listen, outside of the poll, I did Google. So I'm going to chime in. Okay, 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 okay. So here's the poll. Number one, everything you leave at their house magically disappears or is misplaced to never be found again. Kapoof. Vanished. File 13. <laughs> so no, like, if you can't find your bonnet the next time you go over there no let's talk about girl this it was somebody else over there let's you talk about this bonnet did you leave a bonnet i left did you forget earrings. a bonnet or I, okay. did you leave a bonnet i forgot my watch one time and then when i went back it was like literally hidden to the point where like they you were like oh you gotta it. look underneath the thing and in here and blah 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 and i was like bruh nigga it's the secret compartment in file 13 okay i want to know about 513 but maybe we can get into that later it's file 13 file 13 yeah as in trash (laughs) (laughs) trash. listen i'll probably throw that shit away too okay number two you might be in a situationship if the only thing you know about their apartment is either the color of the sheets the color of the ceiling or the color of the carpet so a fuck buddy Correct. Oh. Correct. As a dude, that's you only a situation know what look like. Yeah, yeah. You smash oh. You get into a situation ships if it's it's like after a fuck buddy, if you get your feelings involved, then it becomes a situation ship. I kinda like the term cuddy buddy. Like I was about to say this yeah. is that's kind of I mean, dated. Just, I'm sorry. I'm it, sorry. It might be dated and <laughs> maybe I'm showing my age. Goosing, no. <laughs> Wait, we, wait, did you just say goosing? Goosing. Can you please y'all explain remember that? that? No, yeah, I don't. We need a Kill yourself. <laughs> goosing. Y'all didn't use goosing in high school? No. Yeah, we said goosing. So you prefer you prefer we say cuddy buddy. Yeah, I think cuddy buddy is a, a perfect term. Cuddy buddy is cute. Cuddy buddy seems like they care. My ears are so sensitive. No, I agree. I, I totally just, agree. That's my fault. Yeah, cutty, I apologize. Cutty, cutty. Let's just take a cue from BET. Shout out to BET. <laughs> oh, BET hey, and that editing. Union. Hey, Gabby Union. <laughs> yes, editing. yes. Horrible. That editing. Who has the finest of the finest fine cutty buddy. Okay. All right. Proceed. <laughs> All right. Um, Number three. You might be in a situation ship if their credit score is a 200 and you still getting them draws. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that phone. Listen, I may not. Listen, I can't agree with that. Why? I feel that I don't think we take the time out to get to know them enough to know their credit score. Mm. I mean, yeah, like for real. How many of y'all know your boyfriends or even your husband's credit score? Listen, let's talk about listen. I'm having that. I'm having that conversation like conversation meet up for. But if he constantly has to Uber to your place and you can't go over to his place, you know, his credit card. Not necessarily, because if you live in a like like New York, they Uber everywhere. Uber everywhere. (laughs) No lie. Oh, no. I know my boyfriend's credit score. He listen. I pulled up his free free credit score. And when did you have that conversation with him? I mean, I knew he was good with money early on. So if he's mm. really good with money, then his credit score is probably bomb. I mean, you I would didn't think. Have, you would but think, But I'm right. just saying, I, realistically, let's really say how many of our listeners have really. And so this is just for y'all to just go ahead and do it. How many of y'all have really looked up the credit score for your mate? And that do is it. important. You need to know. Because you cannot be signing leases. You can't buy a house. You cannot sign a lease for a you situation shit person. You understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, I lost you my apartment. You can't sign a lease for uh, anybody. I need a co-sign. 
you do niggas, not co-sign. Niggas, no co-signing. Yeah, no, no co-signing. No I don't co-sign believe in co-signing. You got to figure it out. I disagree with that. I think if co-sign. What? Chill. Bro. Let me explain okay, myself. Yeah. I need to hear this. No, nah. Not with a situationship person, but with the person that you're in a relationship with and I y'all have been together, you, you would never co-sign. No. Nope. Absolutely not. I would give but, you oh, money. I'm not saying for like a car. I'm nope. saying for like an apartment. Co-sign no. for what? I would an give apartment? You money Do I live there? I would Let's give you money. Are we on the lease yeah. together? Right. I, I mean, if we're you. on the lease together, yes, that's in yes, both of our I'm names. There. And if I want you to move out, I'm going to have you sign that roommate release and then you can leave. Yeah, Let's get back I'll... to the poll, ladies and gentlemen. We are veering. <laughs> okay, Justin, pull out some of yours. All right, so the well, I googled right, and it says if your main means of communication is texting slash sliding in them damn DMs to see you, love to slide. You in a situationship, and I'm, I'm just I'm fine. I like the situations. I didn't even know there was a DM. Okay. I, I didn't know what that meant. How long have you been on? How long have you been on Instagram? What is, I, what is your Instagram, IG, by the way? I've been on IG for quite a while. I'm okay. Generation Expert. That's Generation X P E R T um, on IG. Uh, I've been on IG for a while, but I don't DM. Don't slide through my DM. So no, thank you. We may not DM, but people slide in them DMs, and that's how. Like, that's a uh, no. Stop. Do not press go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Move out this lane. Okay. But I mean, that, but if that, y'all are getting some DMs, you might be in a situation. If they only communicate with you through text or DM, like if they message right. you through DM, it's like basically if they're not calling you, which I have to question this because nowadays people don't really talk all the time. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm a fr- I relationships. Love we need to be communicating through okay. phone. And like for voice. me, like I prefer to text. I'm just a texter. I mean, you know, I'm all about text messaging, too. And I got to say, if I don't get my morning kissy faces. Or my morning text message from my bae, it's a problem. Um, but we also get phone calls, and he's not slipping in my DM. So yeah, you might be in a situation ship. I think I think it's less about calling and more about that FaceTime. Let's just be honest. If a nigga or a woman don't FaceTime you and she's straight up only texting or calling and like <laughs> it's a short ass combo, bruh, you in a situation shit. Yeah, For real. Bruh, yeah. I gotta yeah. hit that FaceTime because I need to see your surroundings and you need to show me your bedroom. Correct. But let me tell you, let's make an appointment for this FaceTime because I gotta get this hair together. <laughs> right. Uh, let me you put these the right lashes. Lighting. You need the right lighting. I need the right lighting. Don't just FaceTime me. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good no, point. I'm with, it. I'm with it. So listen, the next one is the sex is mind boggling. Explain. Mm. Explain the boggling portion. Okay, so the. I think that means you're dickmatized. Like all you think <laughs> about all day long. Or what's the other one? If not that one, then what's the other one? Let's see what. Yeah. Michelle hates the word word pussy. And I'm saying that in front of my mom. Oh, no. Okay. No. So listen, basically the sex is mind boggling because you are, obviously this is a situation. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk. Let's talk for a second. Let's let me bring in the generation. Y'all remember the song whip appeal. Okay. By so Babyface. He was going to drink her bath water. Yeah. After he had sex with her. Right. Cause he was whipped. Okay. She had that whip appeal. That means that he was running after her. He was willing to drink this woman's nasty bath water. Can because you believe that? sex brought it there, right? She was obviously sitting on a pot of gold. Hmm. 
So yeah, the sex was definitely mind-boggling because it has you doing crazy things, you know. And it puts and it puts you in your feelings, men and women. I think, and I think men are afraid to admit that sometimes a woman will put put it on them, and then they start acting crazy in a situation. Like well, you already knew what it was, and now you're trying to check for me via like you're trying to text me, and ask me where I'm going tonight. Right? But, I put don't do that. Her on Listen, Instagram, but, and you like, wait, where are you going? I thought you said you was at the house. Correct. Wow. Don't don't question me, boo boo. Listen, that is a whole topic within itself because one of when a man begins to really pay attention to a woman, then that's when y'all like, okay, well, let me fall back. Let me play all these games. Like, don't text no. me so much. They always, all right. Come on, man. All right. So the next one is <laughs> you don't have a title. Is Justin bitter and all? I'm, or no. uh, I'm far from bitter. I'm just saying. I'm going to state the motherfucking way. Um, <laughs> no, you don't have a title. Like that is number one. I think that should have been number one. You are sure. in a situation if you do not have a title. If y'all meet somebody like on the street, y'all at the movies, and he introduce you and be like, "Oh, y'all, this is my friend." That's what I do. Or, or just or says your name. Cara, yeah, right. bruh. This I got to wait. I feel some type of way. That's not necessarily true because sometimes you don't want people in your business like that. You know, like it can be like nah. nah. Situationship alert. Situationship <laughs> alert, people. For real. Okay, that little okay, red well, light I'll just in give your a head. disclaimer right now. Like I'm I think situationships could work in a healthy emotional state. It Let's can define work. it. Let's define it first. We can, Let's we define can. it because I feel like we all have different versions and we need to kind of come to a little bit of an understanding of what it is before we dive in. So we need a disclaimer. Okay. So my definition of a situation is when I let you know that, hey, I'm not looking forward to being in a committed relationship with with you, but we can definitely have sex. We can definitely go to the movies. We can definitely enjoy a happy hour. I can at least care for you. And I mean, not care for you, but like I can at least want to know how your day was going. And that can be a situation. The disclaimer is all of these definitions are the personal views and opinions of the people giving them. Thank you, very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you lawyer. Thanks for shutting me down. All the way down. It's all good. Um, go ahead, because I think Michelle's Michelle's is very different. Than yeah, that's not my definition of a situationship. A situationship is something that you did not consciously get in. Like you thought that you were with someone that was going to turn into a relationship, and they did not have that in mind, and they never told you that that wasn't in mind for them. So you gave that disclaimer, as in, I'm like, I want, I'm dating you to be in a relationship with you. No, there was no disclaimer. Like you asked so me to go out on a date. Right? Yeah, it's. I don't think that there needs to be a definition when you start dating someone, but one person in the situation could definitely have in mind that I'm just with this person or taking this person out so that we can kick it and not necessarily wanting to be in a relationship. So that to me is when you get in a situationship when you think that y'all are heading towards being together and that other person does not think so. I think my idea is a hybrid between both of y'all's. I think my situationships have started when both of us have been like, we just chilling. I like you. You cute. You like me. I'm cute. Let's let's have sex. And then all of a sudden, three months in, it's like, oh, we both kind of like each other, but we don't really know where this is going. And there's never a discussion about it. It's just... Like feelings start changing and expectations start rising from both sides, and we don't have that discussion. I'm, and I'm I think, so, yeah, I think that's a, it's a combo of y'all. And so for me, I agree with you, Carl, as well. But so for me, Justin, 
how many people really give that, hey, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but we can kick it. Nobody. I don't think that conversation really happens 1%. a lot. I disagree with that. I think a lot of people in my generation were all about sort of the escape song, Just Kicking It. Um, if you were listening to that album, you knew if you were in a situationship or not. Um, <laughs> just, you know, if it was playing when you uh, stepped to the door, you knew what was up. No, but on the real, um, I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Oftentimes, women go into dating thinking that it's going to end with the ring, the walk down the aisle, the whole proposal, and men think, oh, she's a cute girl, let's hang out, let's kick it. That, mm. So there isn't yeah. there isn't a definition of what's going of what's going on. Um, and I think as adults, we need to go into it and just have a conversation and not necessarily define where you're going, but at least say, Hey, this is my intention. I'm not dating just to date. Right. I'm dating because eventually I would like to become a wife and give him the opportunity to be upfront. Now, if he ain't upfront and you find out a couple months down the line, which normally about the three month mark, you know, what's up. But so that's how, I think I've ended up in situationships. I have not had that conversation. Yeah. And because of that fact, I ended up in a situationship where my feelings and emotions were invested and that other person was not. Right. And there was never a combo. So I right. think that you have to be at a certain place in your life to like, I guess, date, quote unquote, purposely. So, I mean, I feel like we have all been into like situationships. Like, how do you like how did how did y'all get into the situationship? Like, let's talk about like how you just woke up one day, because I feel like that's how it happens. Like your intent yeah, is yeah. to not like be in a situation, but you just wake up one day and you're in a situation. Like, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of how I was talking. Like you feeling somebody, you meet them and it's like one of those situations where you're like, OK, I'm you cute. Let's let's see where this, you know, let's just kick it. And then you end up kind of getting a little deeper than you thought you would, which is why you don't have the conversation because you don't all go all the always go into it thinking I'm going to get married. How to do this you get person. deeper? Is it because you end up having is sex? Is it uh, sex? Yeah, I think for me now, yeah. sex makes me start having feelings. I already know that off top, so I'm. Uh, I mean, wait, I'm not a smashing dasher. Conversation right now. Yeah, I'm not a smashing dasher, but I think you start off like that. And then you start kind of intermingling feelings where you kind of know that y'all are in a situation. In my opinion, you kind of know you're in a situation, but you really want to start transitioning into a relationship. And that's when you kind of hit them with the or they hit you with the so what are we? And that's when all of the we're we're just friends. <laughs> and that's when they kind of reel you back in or you reel them back in awkward yeah like that's that's and they reel you back in to let you know that you're in a situation and that's kind of how they that's how i've started my feelings are invested when i start giving you my time like when i actually start to talk to you and i'm not talking to anybody else and i'm like talking to you about what my day is like things that i want in the future when i start to really invest time in our conversations that's when my feelings are invested. That's mm -hmm. very interesting. Yeah. Why is that so interesting? Because I feel like as a as a woman, you have to be um at a, a solid point in your life to like completely not care about not not saying that you don't care, but to completely like be in a situation where you know when to like invest your time. You understand what I'm saying? Like because time is like I feel like it's like a simple 
date at the movie is devoting your time. Oh, so that no, means like yeah. whenever you say that, it's like, you know what? I'm not even going to go on a date with this guy if I don't necessarily feel that it's can no, possibly listen, be there. Um, those memes are correct. She just went out with you because she was hungry. I've done that a lot of times. That's, that's why I say so it's interesting. So a date that's isn't dope. necessarily me investing well, anything. Yeah. It, I'm talking about when I really start talking to you about things that I want or whatever like that, that's when I'm saying that my feelings become involved. So I've gotten in situationships because I start to devote my time and I've no longer be, I'm no longer talking to other people and I'm giving you my energy. And then I find out three months down the line that you've been giving me and Keisha and Tisha and everybody else. No, nah, but time. you can't blame that man. Did you give that disclaimer to him? Like, hey. Well, we discussed that earlier okay. that we've never had that conversation. I don't think that 80% of the population has the conversation that you said that you have. But my thing is that if if we mutually come together on several occasions, I think that we have and this has been in the past let me give that disclaimer that this was in my early 20s i'm now heading towards my 30s i don't think like that anymore gotcha. but when i was in situationships that's how it happened because i was not having those conversations and i was thinking that because i'm giving my time and my energy that person is also giving their time and their energy I can so definitely understand i just i don't mean to interject but i'm gonna interject um so <laughs> we gotta talk about sort of the primal urges of men and women and in my um, opinion, men are known as hunters and gatherers, and women are nurturers. Um, and I think men seek out opportunities to hunt and gather. So the more women they can hunt for and add to their stable, they will. Whereas women, we're very selective and we're very nurturing. So as Mish said, when she's giving you her time, she's thinking she's nurturing herself and starting to nurture the beginnings of a beautiful relationship. Men are on that smash, grab, leave them, quit them, do it, rub it up, lick it down, whatever. Not Absolutely. always. Not always, but nine times out of ten. Again, seven. I'm okay, maybe seven. I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, wait, Justin wants seven. to know. No, wants y'all to know. No, I'm, I'm I mean, honest. again, it, it, it could be generational. Um, your generation is obviously a different generation than mine, but I, I think for us, if you can sit down and think about the lyrics and a lot of the 90s songs, I mean, we can talk about Belle Bib DeVoe, we can talk about Escape. Silk. We can talk yeah. about Silk. I mean, they were very explicit in what they wanted to do. So again, if you heard those tracks when you went over to a brother's house, you knew what was up. If you were going over to his house in the bitter night of the night, let's say between 12 and 3, you knew it was a situation. So do you feel that we play games with ourselves? And because we play games with ourselves, it kind of sort of lead us into like situations. I don't necessarily think it's a game. I think millennial women in particular want to see the opportunity and potential in every Yes. Oh, we do. Potential. Absolutely. Yes, potential. That's so true. Is, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this. I don't want it to be a man bashing session because I think, and I'm not saying anybody's been bashing men, but I don't want it to be so women versus men focused. I want it to be more focused on people that are emotionally immature, who create these situationships because they're not ready to deal with really, really being in, in a committed relationship. Right. I, I do think there are men that do seek out situationships. I think there yeah. are men that seek them out for what they can gain from it. Some brothers need a place to stay. Some brothers but it's not need a meal. It's not always about like that 
that extreme. Like it, I like situationships always. because I like it, and this is why I really like situationships. Mm-hmm. I like situationships because it helps me, like as a man, like one, like stay within my boundaries, like because you can really have someone that you like, you may not be ready to be in a monogamous relationship. Like timing is everything, right? So if timing is is off, then you may you may feel connected with someone and you may not just want to take it there. But and how do you weigh the emotional risk? Aren't you putting yourself out there? You to are. Be... That's the and that's and I'm glad you brought that up because it's almost as if you're playing with fire, but at the same time, you are with some of the things that make a situation ship a situation ship for me is that like sex is involved, which can easily be misconstrued Correct. and get a person there. You like you you want to go to like happy hour with this person. Like this chick may be fly, and y'all may have like great conversation. So after work, look, I want to meet up with you, and like it can literally be just that, and you kind of sort of have like a guy that you can trust or like you know you feel comfortable with. And it can literally be just that. And for some odd reason or for some reason, the consistencies of that, rather be rather may be male or female, unfortunately, within a situationship, somebody feelings will get involved and those feelings will question, like, do I need to take it to the next level or do I, do I keep it here? I think at the end of the day, like you said earlier, people just have to be up front in the beginning. And if that's the case. If everybody's up front in the beginning, then if if I take the emotional risk of of investing in you, knowing that you already said, because when people say, listen to what people say, because they mean it. They're not just saying stuff to waste their breath. If they say, listen, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. But don't invest you, your if, time. What if you're not at that point where it's just like, oh, I want to be in a relationship or oh, I don't. What if it's just like, you know what, Cara? You and I, like, we just connected. We vibe well. And why can't we just go out and have drinks and have fun, like, go to the movies and have sex? It's never well, that's that simple. That's, yeah, I was about to say, that's kind of like a contradiction because it's it's not going to be that simple. But, I mean, Cara made a good point earlier when she said that situationships are kind of for people or have been for people that are emotionally immature. And, Justin, what you're explaining to me when you can tell a person that you're not wanting to be in a relationship or that, hey, let's just kick it, is more so of like, let's be friends and see where this goes. But we also have the benefits of, you know. So it's not necessarily a situationship because you're aware of what's going on. In my definition, my definition of a situationship is that you got into a situation that you thought was leading into a relationship but it's just a situation. Well, it's not do, a relationship. How do you navigate that? I mean, how do you, as Justin said, you know, sort of you get into it, there is emotional risk, but how do you navigate the perils of that? How do you say to yourself, self, I'm going to get in this situation and I'm going to be okay. Or self, I, don't get wrapped up I, in your emotions. How do you navigate that? It, I think it goes to like what you were saying earlier. You said that guys are providers, guys are hunters, and women are nurturers. That's why I feel that it's easier for men to be in a situationship, like literally be completely fine in a situationship, and women may struggle through it, through, uh, with it. Let's Not also- saying that that's what it is, but... Let's also talk about stereotypes too, because I think we're we're I, I don't want to base this on women versus men. Uh, I don't. I, I think, think we have to be aware of it for sure. But I think that if I was the person, and I have been the person who has said, "Look, I'm not looking for nothing. I'm dating six other people." 
dudes do not know how to take a woman who is assertive like that, especially in a dating situation. They do not know how to handle that. And so stereotypically, it looks like I'm a hoe because I'm dating a whole bunch of other people. Meanwhile, if it was the flip side, people would be praising you. And instead, I'm getting looked down on because I'm like, look, I don't want nothing with you. You cute and you about to take me to Vegas or wherever you take me. (laughs) And I'm going to take that trip because it's free. But that don't mean I want to be with you forever. And it's looked at negatively when a woman steers that. And so I want to focus not on the woman versus man, but the emotionally mature versus the emotionally unavailable or immature. Right. Yeah, we can do that. I, that's a great point, Cara. That's my daughter, by the way, if you didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, I burst her. Um, so anyway, I, I think that it's important that we do focus on being emotionally mature. Um, it is 2016. Um, we are, excuse me, sorry, boom, uh, 2017. It's the beginning Happy of the year. year. I'm still, Happy, yeah, I'm, I'm still, still writing 2016 yeah. in my checkbook. <laughs> um, I think that we have to focus on the fact that as an adult and as a mature adult, you have to be open and honest with yourself. Um, Perhaps you need to look in the mirror and really assess what you have going on. And are you emotionally ready and available to deal with this? And if you're not, you need to put up the big stop sign and cease and desist. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Get out of the situationship. And wait until you're ready for the right relationship. It may be that this person that you met may be very attractive and charismatic and all these wonderful things, but timing is, is of the essence. And perhaps it's just not right the right time. And so rather than get into a situation where you end up in a situationship or are friends with benefits, just wait it out. See what Absolutely. happens. There's other fish in the sea. I completely agree. I think that, like you were saying, emotionally mature, that comes with time. That comes with learning from past situationships. But we should understand that um, where you, you need to understand where you are now because Although we're reflecting on the fact that if you're emotionally mature, that you won't be in situationships, I think it's cool if you are in situationships right now. Like if that's where you're at in your life, you feel like, okay, I'm just out here trying to figure out where this goes, then it's okay to be in that point. And it's also okay to say like, hey, I'm done with this. Like I'm done with people playing with my emotions. I'm done with with not making my points clear at the beginning of a situation. Like I'm done with just dating just to date. I'm ready to move on and let somebody know like, hey, I'm going to be in a permanent relationship. And whether that's with you or the next person, I'm not going to treat this situation like it's just a fly by night. And I want people to be to understand that it's okay to make a a mistake when it comes to choosing to be in a situation that you're not ready for emotionally. Because I think all of us have been there. I've definitely been there recently where where I was like, oh, I'm ready to be in this. I'm emotionally available. I am ready. But really, I was just ready to fuck i mean unfortunately and and i thought i was ready for everything that came with that but i wasn't and so then i get into the situation i'm like oh god i'm not ready for this or or oh god i thought i could just handle just having sex with you but i can't i really can't and then why when and then it's it's okay because as millennials we're indecisive we think about only ourselves we don't think about that other person they may end up really falling in love with us or whatever and you end up hurting somebody because you weren't emotionally available but that's okay because you need but to learn from that 
I think is the biggest thing, like to learn from your mistakes and grow and grow from that and say, if I'm not ready, I'm going to chill on it. I'm going to get me a toy or whatever and I'm going to watch some porn or I'm going to wait until I'm ready to involve another person in my emotional issues. And I hate to be the devil's advocate, but I I think that it's okay for you to be honest within a situationship. And I feel like as long as you're honest, then that unfortunately if there are any reservations or hardships then you know you speak about um emotional maturity if we're in a situation ship and if, if i'm being honest with you then you have to hold yourself accountable uh within that situation if that person is being honest if so that let's person just is being honest that that no, person is being i mean honest. it's it's yeah. no even even yeah. within that hope you still have to hold yourself accountable because that man or woman can be honest or they can be lying, but they're not putting a gun to your head for you to go out and have dinner, for you Boy, to go out sure. and have sex, this, that, and the or third. Or get your feelings involved. Or get your but feelings involved. But they still need to take responsibility and for I'm how speaking they let you for on the person, if they lied. And I'm but speaking for the person. What if you're just person. hungry? I mean, what if he say, I can take you to dinner and you hungry, so you just go? I don't think hungry is enough is, is enough for you to make a... a, a uh, emotional mature move. I might not have no money. Well, my, then you my get your, just know that you may, your feelings may get involved because if he it lay might, it down, it might be. You're if right. If he lay it down right, you, your but emotions may get involved. But we don't have to do involved. nothing if you just take me out to this uh, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I was hungry. But you just said that you just may be down for you know for a meal. Yeah, I might yeah, be that's hungry. all we down for so, is yeah. the meal. Listen, this I'm pizza just was great. Thank you. I personally feel that I don't think anything is. I think I understand. I'm very clear that situation situationships is playing with fire, mm-hmm. but I think that can be a little bit misconstrued depending on your experience, depending on where you are in life. This, that, and the third. So, what all, happens if you want to get out of it? Like, do you just stop answering the phone? Like, how do you get out of a situationship? How do we just be like, okay, me man, personally, listen, I me, sent six me, paragraph listen. text messages to get out of situationships <laughs> because I found out you was a fuck boy and I can't stand your life. I wish your mama was never born because that means you would have never been born. But <laughs> Michelle, how do you I'm really also, feel? Please tell us <laughs> how you, really, like you feel. really feel. I'm also in a different place. So, and she's approaching 30. Uh, yeah, whoa. Why you had to throw that out? I'm sorry, you 21. You committed a sin. You never <laughs> say a woman's age. Why not? That's something I want to talk about. Why but is I that look a 21. thing? So, you look amazing. Come on, come on, Melon and Magic. I'm just saying, back like 19, 20, 21, I was throwing some mean text messages out. I probably was doing some drive-bys, all that. But at this point, you know, if I'm in a situation ship. <laughs> I'm going to just take responsibility for my part. Like, I I have to take responsibility right. in the fact that the I didn't have that mature conversation and tell you that I wanted a relationship. And since we didn't have that conversation, I got to take responsibility. I for feel the like fact that's that what you, you learned the most at whenever you like, OK, you know what? I can see where I, how I put myself into this situation. Yeah. And by doing that, you'll be like, you know what? I'm never going to do this again. I ain't doing no. it again. I ain't did it since I was 20. <laughs> Luckily, we have the iPhone and we can block people now. Come so on, we shout don't have to block. shout out. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Um, we don't have to answer the phone. We can block you on Facebook. There was a time where people would just show up at your you mama would, house, at your mama house, at your job, by your car. I mean, everything was just accessible. Um, I'm just curious because I know that situationships are the norm for millennials. When you are trying to end it, what's the final straw? Like, what is that nail in the coffin? What do you do for it to be done? When you meet somebody else that you really are interested in being in a relationship <laughs> with, you just, I stop answering the phone. 
That's very and they get honest a hint. of you. For real. When I meet, I mean, what's the best way to get over somebody else to get under somebody else? Uh, for me, That's situationships, you live in your pride. So if it, if it has anything to do with sex, you're going to put it down like you ain't never put it down before. If it has anything to do with going out to dinner, you're going to like pull out all the shots. Um, so if it's exiting the relationship, I think I'll just be, dip out the fade away. I don't know, y'all. I'm still sending a text. I have a good play on words. It probably won't be six paragraphs anymore because I'm just in a different place. But I'm going to make you feel some type of way in a text message. And then I'm going to block you. So I ain't Ooh, never going to know if no you responded. That's it. Oh, my God. I'm done. I've done I've done that, too. I've, I've done, done my part. Three of these things. You see, I haven't, done, done, I haven't done that. I haven't done, like, the responding block. I haven't done that. I've hit them with the they send me 10 texts and I never respond. Oh. Girl, or the I done moved to a whole nother date on board <laughs> and blocked your number for two weeks. You didn't know where I was. Talk about new phone who this. Right, right. <laughs> new year who this. Right. Come on through 2017. <laughs> woo woo, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, um, this is an excellent conversation. Like, I'm... Yeah, this was good. Like, thanks, Mom, for yes, sliding thank through. thank you so much. Rashida G, check me out on IG. Thank you very much. Oh, where can they find you at? Generation Expert. Generation expert, a lot. Can you spell that for us, please? She don't know what it is. We're going to get back with y'all. We're going to put it on Instagram because she don't know what her Instagram handle is. You know why? Because I created it, so she don't know what it is. That's love. That's loyalty. Because my mom has access to my Instagram. I'm a mom. I got other things to do. I love it. I love it. But thank y'all for listening, though. We hope you enjoy it. Please follow us on Millennial Love on Instagram. That's M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-L-O-V-3. Come on, spell and be champ. Champ. Yes, he's been practicing, y'all. It's been such a pleasure, you guys. I just have one final word. For everybody out there who finds themselves in a situationship, be sure to take care of yourself first. Uh, Through it all, know that you're not alone. Uh, Your 20s and your early 30s, are an opportunity for you to learn and grow so that when you become my age, you don't do the same silly stuff. But recognize that it's all okay and it's all part of the process. And navigating this thing called life takes work, takes practice, and patience. Thanks, guys. It's a pleasure. Thank you all for listening to episode two. Have a great day. Night-night. All right. <laughs>